Blog Talk Radio. This presentation may contain language and scenes which may be objectionable to certain individuals. Viewer discretion is advised. Sick to my motherfucking tummy Bitch must think I'm a motherfucking dummy Because I just bummy bitch think I'm broke Bitch I ate one roach and I made a lot of money Poppers is bastard Clancy is my play master Thanks to them crackers my pockets are fatter Than excess shit that's waiting on jazz Lie. Never popped a bottle but I fucked a couple models in Europe Yep and a couple of them swallow Meet me halfway bitch I'm going all in And I never pull back shots so I'm a nigga taco so a couple facts through a little hit fit Came to pitchfork with a couple Jada Pickett signs And said I was a racist, I'm a phobic So I grabbed Luke Kiss and filmed this kissing Feelings getting caught, it's off, I'm pissing You think I give a fuck, I ain't even stick my dick in yet No homo, too soon why y'all rolling doobies? I be in my bedroom scoring movies. Still excited like a fucking newbie. Suck my dick, motherfucker, sue me. Mom got a new whistle, she could scoop me. A year ago, I ain't had no hoopty. Four-story home, got a climb eight set of stairs just to see where my fucking roof be. <laughs> Man, I thought we were, it was 10 o'clock again. Uh, welcome to uh, <laughs> the Pop Culture's Whoa! Parental Advisory Warning. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Pop Culture's. I'm sorry, uh, Grandma. Even though you uh, dead, but. Whoa. She was hardcore, though. What's going on, everybody? Alex, alongside, as always. Yeah, it's too loud. Half Pike and Kyle Adams, how you doing, sir? Good. It's always too loud for you, Alex. You're an old man. I am an old man. My surround <laughs> sound is on, I'm not kidding, probably at 95%. Everyone who's over, they're like, wow, turn that down. And I'm like, what? I, could, I need to turn it up. And then when I go to my cousins to watch football, that effort has it at like uh like 200% max volume capacity, and even I'm like, bro, you gotta turn that shit down. Um, but what we can't turn down, I would say, whoa, is uh, is my hypeness, my it's it, like like Kyle said, it's my Super Bowl, it's the Oscars, the Academy Awards, the 90th edition, if you will. Uh, you know, from Wings being the first ever Best Picture to uh, <laughs> La La Land winning, you know, Best Picture last year for, you know, about five minutes. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll have a little bit more on that coming up here. So uh, we'll go over the Oscar picks, uh, not, you know, and kind of see where, where I'm at. I saw a few more movies, you know, since uh, the uh, nominations were announced. Also revisited a few. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Also, maybe touch a little bit on the Independent Spirit Awards. Uh, if we got a little bit of time, uh, as well, uh, box office beatdown. Did uh, Black Panther hold Wakanda down? A uh, spoiler alert, Kyle. I'm gonna go probably, but you'll find out how much ass they kicked. Uh, unfortunately, a few new releases that uh, got stellar reviews. Unfortunately, uh, bombed, especially comparing to the King of Wakanda. We'll also check out some upcoming releases. Uh, the Black Widow movie that should have been, 
um, as well as a remake. I don't know if Ryan Cook would uh, give the uh, the thumbs up to. Maybe we'll uh, check that out next weekend. Uh, Bruce Willis in Death Wish. Kyle, did you ever see the Charles Bronson original classic? No, I did not. That's that's not a hood classic. Not to my knowledge. What? <laughs> it just straight wrenches people to the to the cranium. But I am excited but, for that uh, Tales from the Hood too. Is that legit? I saw nothing on that. I'm hoping so. Don't don't hold, don't uh, crush my hopes. But uh, they did mention that. Um, <laughs> And they they probably would want the original director to do it, which I don't remember their name, but they uh they would probably oh, it is motion happening with original director. Yeah, but they would motion for um uh Peel, Jordan Peel to do it. No, it sucks because if he didn't retire from acting, I say have Jordan Peel write the script and then just portray the role from uh uh, what, what's his name? Clarence, uh, not Weatherspoon. Clarence Williams the uh, third. Yeah. So essentially, he could be the narrator, you know, on on all of this. Because a, he could easily don that awesome uh, hairstyle and fashion sense um, that Mr. Sims, uh, you know, uh, you know, portrayed in that film. But also, he could easily <laughs> do all the best bits. Uh, can't scream it, but you know, like he could do. All that enunciation to the nth degree. I'm sure a few Key and Peele skits uh, probably pays a, a little homage to uh, Mr. Sims, if you will. Uh, but I'm all for this. Uh, does Joe Torre make a cameo? <laughs> does he have anything else better to do? Like He's not doing stand-up or anything anymore. He's so not? not that back, I know isn't it? Uh, it's been back for a while, but he hasn't been on it. Is Comic View still on the air? No. No? Not even on BET. Did they have like a big send-off when it ended? Or I don't even remember there oh. being like a big thing. They they just kept doing replays over and over, like <laughs> in between BET Uncut and stuff. And then, um, <laughs> and when then that was the last was of it. like bigger. And so everyone was yeah. like, what? He fell off the wagon? Um, and people thought Redbone was funny. <laughs> Who? Who thought that? Come on. <laughs> the only reason I thought he was funny was because I thought he was the dad, uh, DJ Pooh's dad from uh, Friday. My grandmama gave me that chain. You want some of this old man? <laughs> no. I always thought that was Redbone. So I was like, I would give him a courtesy. I was like, oh, Friday. I love that part. No, that guy's no. great. That guy's great. <laughs> now, there's another comedian on there, by the way. I couldn't remember his name, but he always used to say hamburger after every joke. So he would like say a joke, give his punchline. He'd be like hamburger, like <laughs> you know what I mean. That sounds very, very, very familiar. Um, God, what was that? Alonzo Jones was his name. Is it? Was it really? That I'm is correct. It up. Yeah. Alonzo Hamburger Jones, Death Comedy Jam, right there. Is that 106 is awesome. in Park still on? Uh, last time I heard Bow Wow was doing it. Um, yeah. Wasn't and then, there supposed to be a Like Mike 4 with him? No? Uh, yeah, I hope so. 
I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> don't get, don't get me wrong though. He he was a hooper. Uh, he could play ball. Him and Romeo both could play ball. Well, like, him and legit. Steph Curry. I, I just read something where he amazed Steph Curry at his uh, shooting skills, like literally, really? like a day ago. Yeah. I, I don't think I was he... like, what is this? Two thousand and five. Bow you know, on the I think good news, really. Reggie still shoots too. Reggie who? Miller? I would Miller, hope so. Yeah. Or Reggie yeah. Theus from uh from Hangtime. Whoa. And both. former Chicago Bull. Yeah. <laughs> both. By the way, shout out to box. shout out to uh Sheree and the Voodoo crew for getting the air up there. Um oh, it was Kevin Bacon. It, yeah, it was rented, but the original I got to, Black I watched, Panther that Wakanda. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I <laughs> the original white wolf. The original white. Oh yes, we're, we're when we talk Black Panther here in a bit of box office beatdown, we might give a little mini spoilery review. I saw yeah, because it I saw it um, there's um there's uh it's different from the comic books. I found out really who the real white wolf was versus the white wolf in the movie. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And it might play off as um, White Wolf in the movie uh, having a bigger uh, part in Wakanda later on in the future um, as uh, quote unquote uh, adopted son. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. That's crazy. Um, mm. I really wish. Did you actually have it when I sent you that clip, like the history of Black Panther? How we're supposed to play it before? The history of it? No. Not yeah, I, I sent you like that three-minute Marvel clip like two shows ago or last show. And it was I like might have literally it. the history of Black Panther from comic form, how it went to screen and showed like – because I, I was like – I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's not like I read Black Panther as a kid. I read a few. I remember you know his incarnations through the various animated shows. You know, I knew of the character – but, you know, X-Men, that was more of my, my jam. You know, Raymond LeBeau, yeah. that was my shit. You know, so, yeah. I mean, that that's kind of what I more paid attention to. But, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting stuff. But uh, I'm, I'm still happy for its success. Um, so we'll dive into the box office beatdown. The astounding number, the Marvel films that's already beaten in 10 days. The, the list is uh, very surprising. But um, also we'll have a little joint <laughs> review. Uh, when yeah. we first met the, uh, the, the Adam Divine, uh, Alexandra Daddio, Daddio, I, I, the, the awesome actress from uh, True Detective season one, uh, Percy mm. Jackson, Baywatch, and of course this movie uh, will get, I'm sure, two different uh, points of views on this movie. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, Kyle's musical mantra. Uh, the Soundset 2018 lineup has been announced today. We'll dive into there. We'll see if the $84 ticket price is worth the uh, the, the or, price of admission. Or the $204 VIP. Do I get to hang with uh, Quavo? Quavo and Offset. Really? I'll, I'll do that for 200 bucks. I'll get bad and bougie. <laughs> I'd get bad and bougie. If, if I could hang with Raekwon and Ghostface for like a second, be like, man, thank you, and then walk away, I, that would be worth $200 for me, honestly. 
<laughs> give a fist bump to Erica Badu. I mean, I'm sorry, we're going over some some of the artists now, but those would be the only people I would probably see. But we'll we'll get into more of the artists. Uh, Kyle has been schooling me throughout the day. I'm like, who's this? Who's that? Uh, but one thing that he pointed out that I didn't see from the list, I'm actually pretty excited about. Um, as as de- divisive as this artist is, this offspring, if you will. Uh, also, we're going to talk some shiz a little later on as well. Uh, our favorite show of 2016 is finally coming back after a year hiatus. But let's be real, Donald Glover has been a very, very busy man. Uh, <clears throat> we'll, we'll talk a little Atlanta since season two finally uh, will premiere tomorrow. Uh, also, some more baller shit. Ronda Rousey in the WWE officially uh, will we'll kind of rate her promo skills and her suplex skills and her slap-taking skills as well as probably talk a little on how the hell WrestleMania is becoming such a cluster. Uh, But we'll be back in two and two with some Oscar talk. Your late night hip hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halffine Adams. Every Thursday night, right here on the Strong Style Media Network, catch up on your latest on hip hop and R&B and hear Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you deal. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like time. See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim, I believe don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath. Regain my pocket. Check my feet when I'm walking. I seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sure to clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, because it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real. Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Enut. Enut. This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted to I, it. I know, but I'm 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 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. But I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. And I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang, bang. Oh. Hey, I'm Dr. Asking. What's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plays. What is He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. I can't. What are you? I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents... Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all, with your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsleigh, boxing, pokes, pokes, basketball, chef, survivor, and even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles in track and field. All right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio.
Warren, the last time we all saw you, you were involved in sort of, well, the TV moment, if not the year, the decade, at the end of the Oscars. Not the century. Let's go with century. Okay. Yeah, let's go with century. <laughs> it probably will be. In, in compilations, oh. that moment will be shown a lot. So, at uh, end of the Oscars, I mean, you handled it brilliantly, I have to say, because it's a big live television show. There must have been an awful lot of stuff going on in your head. Uh, what was going on in your head? I, I, uh, I thought, well, maybe this is a misprint, you know, yep. and, then, and then I shouldn't foul up the show just because someone made a little error. It did look like you were just you handed to Faye as in kind of like, well, I'll let her do it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. My instructions were take the envelope when I walked out. I couldn't have it before that. Then I go out, then I say something, yep. and then I open the envelope, and then I give it to Faye, and she then says what it says. And she did. Well, it looked like uh, it, it said the name of the movie. Uh, the, the, La La Land, yeah. And presumably afterwards, it was bedlam. Was it just chaos afterwards? Well, I, I guess you could say it's chaos. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but also, like that night, it must have been all anyone could talk about. Oh, uh, no, that's not true. People talk about themselves, but... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to The Pop Culturist. That, of course, Warren Beatty, a uh, Hollywood legend, if you will, uh, explaining on the Graham Norton show a few months after the uh, kerfuffle of the 27 Academy Awards where the wrong movie was named uh, Best Picture, uh, even though I was fine with La La Land, but after seeing Moonlight a few months after the Academy Awards, I, I thought Barry Jenkins' movie rightfully deserved um, which he has stated. I mean, the, the mix-up of the names totally messes up his, his experience, which it should have been, you know, the highest moments of, of his life here. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of marred by the ridiculousness that, that ended up being uh, the wrong movie called. Of course, always the rumor and innuendo uh, that Marissa Tomei's name actually was, was read incorrectly um, at the, I believe the 92 Oscars by Jack Palance, you know, old man Palance, um, where, uh, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, he read the wrong name. They didn't want to, you know, say anything. So they just let Marissa Tomei win it for my cousin Vinny. So uh, thankfully, though, Barry Jenkins and the uh, wonderful people over at, uh, I believe, 824 uh, in Moonlight uh, definitely got the, the win. But what's crazy is I don't know what will have more of a cultural impact or longer-lasting uh, impact uh, 
between what is that static? Do you hear that static, Kyle? No. Okay, that's just me then. Okay, as long as you don't hear it, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but um, it'll be interesting. Have you ever seen La La Land, Kyle? I still have not yet. I don't even know if it's on the Voodoo, to be honest. I thought it was. Voodoo. I don't. I don't believe it is. Uh, HBO Go. I'll have to get you the uh, illegal password. Wink, wink. Uh, but you've seen Moonlight, correct? That one is part of the Voodoo crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, and I, I talked about it. And I mean, I was kind of upset that my friend uh, didn't like it because of the tone of it, quote unquote. Um, the tone. And I, yeah. The tone is what and, kind of sets the movie. <laughs> I know. You know but he, but, <laughs> but he he didn't like it. I I'm like, ah, oh. you know, kind of. He's kind. I I didn't want to be a phobe. So. Because it's a taboo <laughs> subject still in, in certain areas, right? Yeah, I guess. Like in the hood. And that's yeah. that's where he's from. But still, like, you know, like at the same time, like it's 2018. Get off it. But he was yeah. still like, man, movie was, I didn't like it because of that. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> really? That's the only reason? All right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, again, both movies. Uh, it'll be interesting, like I say. But but definitely, if you have not seen Moonlight, please please check it out on, I believe Amazon Prime. So if you're your Amazon Prime member, unfortunately, if you're not part of the Voodoo Crew, uh, you, you have to hit Amazon Prime. So, uh, mm-hmm. but the 2018 Oscar nominations, uh, I would say a, a pretty darn darn good list, even list. Um, I would say the right people, you know, kind of got nominated, uh, especially with, with the, um, the outrage, the controversy, if you will, from the, uh, the earlier award shows, Golden Globes, what have you, uh, with no Greta Gerwig, Jordan Peele or anything like that being nominated. But of course the Academy Awards as PC as they always want to be, um, I, I think still got it right, um, with, with their nominees there. We'll, we'll start off with the Best Supporting Actress, uh, Mary J. Blige, uh, getting, I know we, we teased this like a month ago, that we were going to watch Mudbound. Uh, I'm sure it's coming up. Uh, we might talk it next week, but especially if Mary wins. But uh, Mary J. Blige getting an Oscar nomination uh, for Mudbound. Leslie Manville, who I loved in Phantom Thread. Laurie Metcalf yep. for Lady Bird, who we all know for Roseanne. Octavia Spencer from The Help as well as uh, wonderful in Hidden Figures last year, uh, In the Shape of Water, and uh, my pick, as well as I'm sure everybody's pick, Alice and Janney Fritania. She just plays that curmudgeonly old runt uh, very, very well, uh, in, especially in, in Itania. Have you checked out any of these films here, Kyle? No, I haven't. Um, I wish I would have saw Phantom uh, Thread just for that intro. Johnny baller. Greenwood, man. Yeah, that was baller. Um, I I kind of want to see Mary J. Blige just for the simple fact that she's getting a nod. Like, what's so really yep. good about her performance? Because I've seen her act, and what really is she good in this movie for? Like, why? Like, why is she getting a nod? So that's the reason why I want to see it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been a plethora of great 
performances. So so obviously I like she that definitely word. stands out. So I'm 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 excited to, to see that movie again. Good cast, thank you by the way. Um and uh she's also also will be performing cuz her song uh Mighty River um is uh also nominated for original song there. So uh she she possibly could be walking out 3-6 Mafia style uh with <sighs> an original song Academy Award there. Wasn't that Can I just cool say something? Moment? Mary J. Blige, she always finds a way to re like she's the Chris Jericho of R and B. That's where <laughs> she is. Because I remember like once upon a time she had B T backing her like what was it? Uh I guess I guess back when like B T on the four one one, like ninety four, ninety five? Was that but I mean like early two thousands when she was uh I guess just getting trade? over her, uh, getting over her uh, uh, domestic and everything like that. So um, that stage, and so uh, you know, there's that. There's uh, uh, she was doing a lip sync battle, and um, she was doing now movies. I swear, she just finds a way to just stay relevant, and it's. Insane. I think she has like a makeup line or something as well. Because I thought she went bankrupt like five, ten years ago. Like randomly, I was like, "What?" She went the Tony Braxton route, and then I think she's oh. like a public speaker, or like she does a makeup, or she she has some sort of line. She's branded herself outside of music because I haven't seen a Mary album or heard uh, any new Mary material in in quite some time. Um, but, uh, no, I've, I've always, always have been a fan. Uh, what's the 411 was probably one of the first cassettes I, I purchased. That's how old I am, Kyle. Cassette tapes. <laughs> I bought original I from those. Sam Goody and also the bootleg from the, uh, Swaparama flea markets. I, I, uh, remember pulling up. I actually had a few cassette tapes. I, one of them was the MC Hammer, Too Legit to Quit, um, the Adams Family soundtrack by MC Hammer, and I also had the Fat Boys cassette tape. <laughs> Name four Fat Boys songs, and you had the album. Name four Fat Boys songs. Go. I don't remember the. <laughs> just had it. <laughs> Didn't they just beatbox? <laughs> no, they had. Wasn't songs. that their gimmick? Really? They had songs. Yeah. Yeah. They I had just songs. know them from Disorderlies. That's that's all I remember them from. <laughs> the movie they were in, yeah. and play. Yeah, where they was in a couple of other ones too. Um, oh man, I don't remember them anymore. Jesus, that's horrible. Does anybody, please, if you do, uh, throw the number out of here, Kyle? Uh, give <laughs> Three, us a call. Three four seven eight five seven ten sixty. Let us know of some Fat Boy songs and movies that you remember them from. Like, like not even looking there. online. Yeah. If if you call yeah. and you you do four off the bat, I'll send you a ten dollar Marcus Cinema gift card. If you could do seven, I'll give you a twenty five dollar Marcus Cinema gift card straight from the pop cultures right here. Uh, again, give Ooh. us a call three four seven eight five seven one zero six zero. Damn it! Next year I should do a Oscar uh, kind of contest, or maybe uh, the MTV Movie Awards. We'll do a contest for that. People can call in and write in with their predictions. <laughs> Teen Choice Awards. Um, but also with, with the Oscars here. Sorry for going <laughs> off topic. Makes for a better show. Um, <laughs> we got uh, Best Original Screenplay, which I think is a really good one. 
It's going to be uh, The Big Sick, which uh, married couple, Camille Nanjiani, Emily V. Gordon, uh, who, which the movie and the script is based off their relationship, being nominated. Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, hooray for both of them. Shape of Water, Guillermo del Toro, Vanessa Taylor, even though a little controversy coming out, uh, uh, the second accusation of plagiarism has come out against Guillermo del Toro, which, of course, he does deny. Uh, in Guillermo, we trust. And three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, Martin McDonough, fantastic, beautiful uh, comedic film, uh, <laughs> dark as well. But uh, I, this is a tough one. This, I, I could... They could pick anyone, and I would be happy with. Um, but, of course, uh, the first three I mentioned, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for. Uh, since I followed uh, Emily B. Gordon, Kumail Nanjiani for years, through their podcast, through their you know stand-up um, and whatnot, and, uh, of course, Jordan Peele for Get Out, one of the, the smartest, freshest, uh, timely movies um, that, that came out last year. Uh, and Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, let's be real. That movie made you want to uh, call your mama and apologize for being an asshole. Uh, we'll also go back to uh, <laughs> to the acting odds. Supporting actor, Willem Dafoe for The Florida Project. Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards. Richard Jenkins, the always fantastic. Also Oscar winner, Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water. Christopher Plummer for filming uh, his role in about 11 days after they had to reshoot the whole uh, film, All the Money in the World. And Sam Rockwell, again, for Three Billboards, kind of playing a dual role, if you will, with uh, kind of the roller coaster that that character goes on. Um, Kyle, I know you're a fan of uh, half of these actors, especially Woody Harrelson. Um, I, I hear great things about the Florida Project. I'm sure that will do fantastic at the Independent Spirit Awards. Uh, but I, I'm going to root for Woody Harrelson. I'm not going to lie. I, I want him to win. For three billboards, but I wouldn't be mad if Sam Rockwell pulled it out either. Um, I I agree with you. Um, Woody Harrelson is one of my um, underrated, um, just great actors. Like like he's extremely slept on. You get it mm-hmm. even in Semi Pro when uh, <laughs> so great. Like he's good in that. He's good in Zombieland. He's good in Seven yeah. Pounds. Even though the movie itself was horrible. Um, he's good in Natural Born Killers. He's good in, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I White Man Can't Jump, of course. That's Ryan's favorite movie of all time. Billy White um, And uh, <laughs> I just think overall he's he's great. Um, and he was good in your Eight movie, which I didn't see yet. My what movie? Eight movie. Uh, wasn't he a Planet of Eight? A Planet of oh, the Apes. Oh, Planet of the Apes. He was a. I mean, he was Woody Harrelson as a as a villain. He wasn't really a villain per se. He was just trying to, you know, keep humanity alive. But um, uh, no, he's awesome in that movie. I I can't think of a bad Woody Harrelson role, and that just shows to to his credit, you know, pay the man his money because anytime he shows up, you know, it's going to be a good time. Hunger Games, that is true. you know, he he was great in in those films. You know, even that is as true. they steadily got bad and worse and worse. Uh, also in, in cheers, he, he was great as the, uh, as the, bar, you know, bar back in that film, uh, in, in that show. Why can't I think of his uh, character? I don't know why I used to watch that show all the time. Uh, but he was great in that, uh, Justin Timberlake, Mila Kunis getting busy movie as like the gay brother. And he was hilarious because he would be Woody Harrelson. And then he would just do something totally 
his character, and you're like, oh, it's a Woody Harrelson. It's awesome. Um, God, everything is in. And guess what, Kyle? He's going to be in the new Han Solo movie. He's going to be in, like, a, yeah. another Marvel movie. So, I mean, it just it, it keeps getting better and better with with Woody Harrelson here. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it definitely due uh, for him to, to pick up uh, the, the statue, if you will. Uh, lead actress in a motion picture, uh, the always wonderful Sally Hawkins, uh, happy-go-lucky, excellent film for The Shape of Water. Francis McDormand for Three Billboards, again, former Oscar winner for 1996's Coen Brothers masterpiece Fargo. Uh, Margot Robbie is a uh, fantastic, excellent portrayal of Tanya Harding. Hell, you even made, she made you feel bad for uh, what this country as well as society uh, kind of did to, to Tanya Harding to basically uh, make her life a living hell. And my God, uh, just <laughs> turned upside down. Uh, Sharar Ronan, uh, who's, who's wonderful and everything from Hannah um, <clears throat> to the uh, Kira Knightley, uh, James McAvoy movie, which I can't think of uh, the name, uh, but she's always great in everything that she's in. Uh, Lady Bird, uh, happy she's getting noticed. And of course, the always wonderful Meryl Streep. I think this is like her 21st nomination uh, for The Post. Uh, excellent film, Steven Spielberg. Uh, man, I, I love how he can go from a movie like Ready Player One uh, to The Post. Just a masterful acting class and, and great storytelling with that. Uh, on this one, I this is a tough category. I have seen all of these, but one uh, performance. But uh, uh, Francis McDormand is is such a firestorm uh, in that performance. Um, again, she she plays it either way. Where at first, especially if you know a little bit about the story, you're you're feeling for her. She's grieving. She just lost her daughter in a horrific way, and then little subtleties happen. And you start to question her morality as well as yours, and if it's okay to still kind of root for this grieving parent. But uh, she's excellent as always. Um, Kyle, did you check out any of these, or based off recognition or who, what you heard, who do you got? Mm, I haven't. No. And like you know, what's crazy. Like I, I thought I saw a lot of films last year but I really didn't and even this year I think like Black Panther was like was my who? no Bud's house too? (laughs) no no and I I was thinking like this year I think Black Panther was the first film I saw of 2018 really? I think so I've seen like 8 movies Really? Dang. Yeah, I think that <laughs> I was love my first called one. Out the fat boys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shout out to Elijah McNasty McNeil with that hilarious <laughs> gift. You're getting giffy with it. I love it. I I don't have a pick. I do. <laughs> I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, Elijah, Elijah shared the fat boys. <laughs> Disorderlies, y'all. I love it. Uh, nomina- uh, <laughs> nominations for the lead actor in a motion picture. Uh, the young and talented, who's been in like seven movies I had no idea was him. Uh, but apparently I got to start watching his, his roles a little bit more. Timothy Chalamet uh, for Call Me By Your Name, the wonderful 
coming of age, coming out story, you know, if you will. Uh, hear great things about this. Unfortunately, that's not a movie that's going to be played around where I live. But uh, Army Hammer's in it, who I love. I think he's very underrated. Social Network, um, you know, he's actor in that. Uh, but but I, I enjoy his work. Kind of bummed he didn't get nominated, as as were a few other you know critics there. Uh, but but the young uh, Timothy Chalamet getting the the nod for for that film. Uh, Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire. Gary Oldman for The Darkest Hour as Winston Churchill. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis a Phantom Thread, and Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out. Uh, I've seen three of these performances: uh, Oldman's Kaluuya and Daniel Day Lewis. I think Gary Oldman, they might give him the statue um, just because he's Gary Oldman. He's a chameleon. He, again, you never find a bad role, especially if he goes over the top um, like in uh, Hannibal there or, you know, from, from true romance, you know, just from the small roles to the big ones, you always know uh, you're, you're going to get something fun out of Gary Oldman. I mean, everyone from, uh, from Leon, the professional, one of the great <laughs> uh, asshole cops in that movie there. But uh, Danny Day-Lewis is retiring, uh, and he's wonderful as uh, the House of Woodcock, if you will. Um, wonderful film. Danny Kaluuya, though, I, I think was the one that, that kind of surprised a lot of people, um, along with Timothy Chalamet. Uh, yeah. But but he did so much with that role in Get Out. You felt his uncomfortableness. You felt his confidence going I in, did. saying, "No, everything's gonna be okay, guys. Like, get over it. It's 2017. You know, interracial happens. Uh, but then shit happens. And uh, if you have not seen Get Out, uh, what the hell are you doing uh, after this show? Definitely check it out on HBO Go or, or buy it. Support it." Because, you know, it needs to make more money. Um, really, it does. It goes out to good cinema. Uh, but I I would say they're going to give it to Gary Oldman, um, which, again, I wouldn't be too mad at, even though it's all makeup. But I'm rooting for either Danny Day-Lewis or Daniel Kaluuya. I'm going to go with uh, Denzel Afro Israel. No, I'm kidding. I'm going with Daniel uh, Kaluuya on this one. <laughs> Get out for sure. Uh, Denzel I like Washington. It. I wanted him to do bad. I really want to see this movie, actually. I still kind of want to see it, but I'm still going with Daniel. Um, he's been amazed, amazing me since Get Out. Um, actually, uh, Attack the of the Panther. Block. Ta- yeah, Attack of the Block. Um, or no, that's with the uh, other guy. No, Shoot. that's with uh, John Boyega. That's the Star Wars yeah. dude. Uh, Star yeah. Wars dude. Um, oh, man. Shit. Dang, I left I totally people I went on vacation with. I I left people in Chicago. This is when I was living here. I, I was like, see you guys later, and went to an AMC at like a 4 o'clock matinee because I was like, I have to see this movie. <laughs> like, the trip was it's for good. me. Was for me. <laughs> and I was like, screw you guys. You don't want to see this. I'm I'm heading out. I'm checking this out. I watched it uh, probably three times now. It's still a good film to me. Um, I've watched it. Forty dollars on that exported Blu-ray, yo. Yeah. Or imported. (laughs) 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 Um, but yeah, Daniel Kaluuya, Get Out, uh, Black Panther for sure. As I mentioned, um, with his accent, 
I think it's really, really great. Um, yeah. He was in also in Sicario. Wasn't he in Black Mirror too? Um, he played one of the guys on the bike. Yes, he was. I think. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy on the bike, uh, and that's good. I thought that was pretty cool too. Um, that's and, right. Uh, that was him. Yeah. Hot damn. Hot damn. <laughs> Um, that was pretty cool. And he mentioned uh, uh, how he was sick of that, and and uh, he had that glass shard, and that was his money maker. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah. So I I hope he wins it, just for that. <laughs> oh man, I, I I wouldn't be mad with any of those three, to, to be honest. Uh, I'm excited, but like I said, I think they're gonna go. But who knows? Daniel Day Lewis has won three Best Actor Oscars, the most out of anybody. Why not tack more on? Make him the uh, the Tom Brady, Joe Montana, if you will. Uh, best director, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. Jordan Peele for Get Out. Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Guillermo del Toro for Shape of Water. Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread. Uh, Dunkirk is so great. Christopher Nolan has such a great eye for uh for you know the scope and the tone of his movies hell this movie had probably 20 minutes of dialogue out of an hour and 45 minutes which albeit the shortest mainstream movies ever made uh but but the intensity was great but i i'm gonna go paul thomas anderson for phantom thread uh from from the score provided by johnny greenwood to the beautiful design the cinematography the sets the costumes uh to the performances um leslie oh. manville again um, as well as the lady who plays his wife, uh, or I should say his, his muse, if you will. Um, Daniel Day Lewis says, I, I, I just thought he is such an eye for detail. He changes with each movie. Um, and it's, it's something he should be finally rewarded, but I think the smart move and the best move, because this movie made a shit ton of money. You give it to Jordan mm-hmm. Peele for get out. Okay, that's fair. I mean, do you feel like if he were to win, though, they would be catering to races? Like, like you guys got one, now shut up. Or do you feel like he actually would deserve it out of all of these other people? Not not just in the fact that's because he made money, but do you think he's actually deserving out of the other people? I think so. Um, for a writing his own script, I mean, it's, it's a extended twilight zone, uh, mixed with a little bit of, uh, George Romero, you know, social commentary there. Um, and it's a horror movie and it was made on like a $5 million budget, which it grossed 250 plus just in America. So, I mean, that's what a Hollywood cares about when it all comes down to it is, is the money, the green that it's getting. And for that movie, to to create Blumhouse Studio, which was kind of a laughing stock for you know just little horror movies, you know, and and now it's made him a big player, uh, garnering a few you know new scripts and and whatnot. So I, I think he's done a lot, um, and and people are excited for for what he's going to do next. Um, whether that's the uh, Twilight Zone series he's going to do, the Get Out sequel he said he's thinking about writing, you know, and so on. So. Uh, yeah, I think you you can always look at that side. They're they're going PC. They're going to go that route, like you say, to 
to kind of you know say, hey guys, we're 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 Hollywood, we're we're all about unity. But again, in reality, it's all about the money and the bottom line. So I think mm-hmm. a it's a great film. Don't get me wrong, I love Get Out. It's such I find new things each time I watch it, and I think that's again another reason why Jordan Peele I would say deserves it. But I'm a Paul Thomas Anderson head too, so that's that's who my heart is kind of going with as well. So it's a struggle this year. A lot of great movies, a lot of great talent, you know, finally getting uh, rec- uh, recognized here. Uh, so we're, we're, we're down to Best Picture, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I don't know where Mother is. It should have been on any or all of these nominations. Um, I don't know. I'll let you pick first, Kyle. Um. Hmm. I don't know. Like, you know what's weird? I didn't see John Wick in here either. I was hoping he would have been nominated. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Common for for most badass. <laughs> Maybe I just heard him on a podcast not too long ago. Um, a Quest Love podcast. I I don't. Whoa. Who who are you gonna go with? That's tough. Um, I want to say I, I'm going to go three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. That's a movie along with Phantom Thread and Get Out where I'm like, those are the ones I think about the most. Like I will think about these movies randomly and say, oh, that shot here or, you know, this scene there. You know, th- those mm-hmm. are the movies that really stood out to me. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. rooting for those three. Um, I'm going to say the smart, uh, safe pick is three billboards, but I think one thing to shock everybody again would be get out, but it really shouldn't be because it's that good of a film with an ending, by the way, that still surprises me the way that it goes. Uh, I'm still tense with, you know, what, you know, a, the, the alternate ending ended up being, but also with how real life just is. Uh, so I think that's why Get Out is a damn good movie as well. Um, that's the only one I saw out of this list. So like Whoa. for me to, I couldn't go first. I couldn't because I only saw Get Out out of this entire list. Um, but so I mean like I that's the, only, that's the only one I'd have to go with. <laughs> <laughs> Dunkirk never never caught my interest because of the war film. Thing. What? No, it's so um, good. With your See, TV and, like, and your surround sound, that would be an awesome movie to watch. I believe it. On an afternoon. For real. Check it I out. I believe it. But I just, I've never, see, man. You know what? And actually, lately, I've been using my surround sound, too. Like, I've just been saying F it and not mm-hmm. caring. Like, whatever. If they get mad, they can just knock on the door. That's the oh, way I feel. Oh, getting mad, knocking on the door. Um, I don't know why it sounded like that. I apologize. Uh, shout out okay. to Baby Driver also for getting a few few nominations. But one thing we all can agree on before we head out to break, uh, A, get the popcorn ready. I'd rather watch this all day than a Super Bowl. Hell, even at WrestleMania, not a Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but uh, this this is what I live for. I, I love the Oscars. I'm bummed I missed the, where they play all the movies, the nominations over a weekend. Uh, but there's always next year. I've done it a few times already. I, I got to chill. But one thing we can agree on, Kyle, Coco will win Best Animated Feature, right? Woo, heck yeah, for sure. 
I will be back. Oh, Voodoo yet? Is it oh, even out? Oh man, it's not. Oh yeah, it's out. Let me check. It should be on the Voodoo. I hope so. I've seen it like three times, and I. The sad part is I don't remember any like everybody I went to like go see it with, but mm-hmm. I went to go see it three times. Respect. And it was Think great about every that, guys, time. If you haven't seen it, why you haven't seen Coco? And we'll be back in two and two. Coco. Missing out on an awesome show sucks. SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. SeatGeek, the smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yes! We got you covered. From WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, Lucha Underground, All Japan, and more. We're talking the highs and lows in pro wrestling. Heck, we're even giving you people from the Okadas and Omega. We're even talking the Bone Soldiers and Enzo Amoris. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susan. Ryan is going to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil, and I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Eight Count Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Eight Count Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. Alexa? Call Ashley. Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, no, no. He just talked to that girl two hours ago. You gotta let love marinate. Put love in that bag to marinate. Mmm, love gonna be in that bag like, mm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then, after it marinates, no, no. you're gonna pull it out. Jamie, who's Alexa? Say it. Say it, Jamie. You Alexa. That's right. I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys. But I'll take it from here.
is the moment fans around the world have been waiting for. It's time! Yeah, baby. Welcome to the box office beat down. Can you hear me? Whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sure if you can hear me or yeah. Alex. Oh, Alex there. Hi. Sorry, <laughs> I had the Drano in my, my drain. I forgot I had Drano in there earlier and I had to like put hot water. It sucks because I'm growing my hair out now and just more hair and hair, more and more hair just keeps clogging <laughs> more and more places. You and like Jessica, it. the twins. That bastard. Stealing my gimmick, <laughs> my yeah. look, my style, my There's gimmick, only one mellow, though. He's the my homie. My show. <laughs> Welcome back to the pop culture. <laughs> I had to throw that jab in there. Kyle, what's shaking? Quarter two media is going to be lit. It is. I'm excited. WrestleMania. And hopefully I'll be able to make the uh, the 90s bar crawl as I'll go as Quail Man. Woo! That'd be awesome. What what gimmicks are you guys going as? Um, I believe Mighty Ducks. Didn't you guys do that over. last year? No. The jerseys didn't come in time. Bastard. Well, thankfully, yeah. with Stamps.com, which, please, check out uh, coming up uh, within a week or so, uh, StrongStyleMedia.com. You can uh, uh, get Stamps.com, great uh, great mailing deals, as well as your own mailing machine, essentially. Stamps.com, check it out. Enter the promo code. What's that, Kyle? Strong style, of course. Boom! Stamps.com, enter Ooh. promo code StrongStyle to get an awesome discount plus you get like a whole you know mail package gimmick it's awesome we mm-hmm. use it and send out all our you know awesome merchandise and, and more to come from strong style media of course uh yeah like our can't wristbands. Wait to talk about what's that our wristbands wrestlecast radio Ooh. wristbands blue and white and yep. red and black for five bucks each mm-hmm. yep. yep yep did we already play the box office beatdown thing yep Oh man, I was wow! I didn't know I was that late. <laughs> Coming in at number five, uh, the movie that Kyle hates because it has "Freed" in the title. "Freed" in the title. Uh, Fifty Shades "Freed." Coming in at number five, I would say it's probably going to bottom out uh, within the next few weeks here. Uh, but almost getting about a hundred million so far domestically, but only pulling in six point nine. <laughs> million dollars uh this past weekend hitting that about is 90 funny. million domestically i saw that i'm not gonna la- i'm not gonna lie i laughed i laughed too like, like how ironic i was like is he gonna is he gonna think i'm joshing him <laughs> joshing. Well, i mean I just I just put it as luck of the draw, but yeah that's ironic <laughs> <laughs> coming in at number four 
Alex Garland, who's a fantastic director, has a great eye for science fiction, uh, Annihilation, uh, his his follow-up from Ex Machina from a, uh, a few years ago with, of course, uh, Annihilation's own... Um, <clears throat> Whoa, sorry, I just got confused by by uh, the money it made. Uh, starring Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson from Thor Ragnarok, Jennifer Jason Leigh. Um, this movie looks awesome. It looks like pretty much a, uh, a counterpiece, a companion, if you will, to, uh, to uh, Arrival, Amy Adams and Denise Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Uh, sorry, he's like British or Danish. Uh, that fantastic movie um, looks, you know, kind of the same parallel. Scientists kind of go try to meet with all this, uh, you know, extraterrestrials or in this instance, just strange life beings, you know, that could be merging with other beings. Uh, but this just looks like a smart science fiction film, which was uh, a concern by Paramount Pictures. That's why they only released the film in America um, and I believe one other country and otherwise everywhere else overseas, it's actually going to premiere on Netflix instead. So something a little unorthodox, but they decided to, to kind of take its losses a la what J.J. Uh, Abrams and Bad Robot did with the Cloverfield Paradox uh, Super Bowl Sunday there. Um, but this movie, uh, again, cost about $60 million to make. It's based off a trilogy of books. Uh, Oscar Isaac well, is the gentleman I was thinking of Which I don't know how I didn't get that But uh, this movie I'm not saying I'm to blame this movie fail But when I want to see mm-hmm. a movie And I don't make it out Make it out to see it and it performs shitty I kind of feel a little to blame I don't know if my $20 would have made Such a big increase or not But these are the movies that you want to succeed Hopefully this will find something uh, Internationally with the Netflix Views as well as uh, Blu-ray sales if you will. Uh, I have, have a you question. Seen this? Yeah. Um, is it really a loss if people are getting never recognized, like nominated off of streaming, like platforms such as Netflix and Hulu? It's not really a loss no. anymore at that point. No, I think the the people, you know, who are kind of bashing Netflix original films and, and all this, you know, just we're really kind of ignorant to the process. It's just, ad- you know, adapting to how filmmaking is, you know, a lot of people want it on the streaming side more and more, you know, the, the money's obviously there. Netflix spending tens upon billions of dollars to produce all this content. So why wouldn't you help Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci are doing a movie for Netflix for God's sake. So, um, and that's costing almost about a hundred million to just to make. Um, but, uh, no, I, I don't think so. Mary J. Blige, prime example. She's getting nominated. Idris Elba, you know, should have been nominated for the Academy Awards for, uh, uh, Beast of a Nation. Uh, but he got mm-hmm. a lot of love at, uh, uh, other award shows, whether it's Golden Globe. He won for the Independent Spirit Awards, I believe, uh, last year, but also getting some love at the BAFTAs since he is a British. Uh, but this movie, you know, I, I, I Annihilation. I I don't know why it failed, but but it's something I'm excited to see. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to check it out next week with a uh, a smooth review, uh, as I always do next week. Peter Rabbit. Yes, the movie that teaches kids if you're uh, a guy you know has a food allergy, just just put all that food in his face. 
uh, or her face, whatever works, you know, PC here. Uh, Peter Rabbit, 12, $12.5 <laughs> domestically so far in a few weeks in release. Uh, Game Night, a movie I was really looking forward to go see. Uh, I had myself. two chances to go check it out. Did not make it. What was that, Kyle? I said I myself. I did want to go see Game Night. Um Tickets were insane. Like, uh, obviously, number two, it was, it was sold out on a Tuesday. Damn, that's pretty dope. Uh, mm. I like Jason Bateman. I like uh, Rachel McAdams. Um, Sharon Horgan from Catastrophe uh, also writes. Uh, I don't know if she created, but I know she writes uh, Divorce, which is on HBO with Sarah Jessica Parker and, of course, Thomas Hayden Church. Two actors with three names. Awesome. And Lamar uh, Morris from uh, New Girl, which is uh, premiering its last season here coming up. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty excited for this. Uh, hopefully, again, this is a movie I'll check out. I'll, I'll be uh, skiing this weekend, Kyle. So, so maybe uh, while uh, my, my other party is getting uh, Manny Petties, I might go check out Game Night. Who knows? Uh, skiing and tubing, Kyle. Can you believe that? Is that something you're doing? I, I will be this weekend. I might be wow. dead. I might die. <laughs> um, so if I do blow up the resorts, I will be at this weekend. I totally imagine you being death. the Ned Flanders of skiing. <laughs> Man, I wish I was Ned Flanders. Wear that tight-ass uh, ski suit. Stupid, sexy yeah. Flanders. Uh, yeah, that's totally <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number one, uh, I mean, the king's back. I mean, not that he ever left. Uh, king T'Challa, uh, Black Panther, uh, Chadwick Boseman, Ryan Coogler, let's be real, the director, the mastermind behind this, him and his uh, Michael B. Jordan, the, the always wonderful collaborations these three, or these two have made in their previous three efforts. Um, and, and let's not forget the, the ladies, Letitia Wright, who plays the wonderful uh, I would say movie stealing sister of uh, of the Black Panther there, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, Danny Nguyen. I love this song. Um, you know, just kicking ass as well as Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out as well. Hundred and eight million dollars, Kyle. It's second weekend. The this is the first Marvel movie not to drop over fifty percent. It only dropped forty six percent from first to second weekend. That's the best any Marvel movie has done out of the last 18 entries. That's something to say right there. This has made over $400 million domestically. Um, I I still feel like it's a pretty big drop, though. Like, it's, it's, it's From it's 240 still, to 108? Yeah. I still think that's a huge drop to me. You to me. are silly, sir. Because this is the only, I think this is what the fourth movie to date uh, in its second week to uh, have over a hundred million dollars. So I, I would I would say uh, that's that's not too big of a drop uh, okay. for them. Um, let's be real, Last Jedi I think got under uh, under a hundred million its its second weekend out. So a little bit oh. more fanfare with that one. So uh, this, this is definitely a win for Marvel. Uh, and, and Ryan Coogler uh, and all involved for sure. This in 10 days, Kyle has beaten some pretty damn good movies uh, that on their overall domestic run uh, and, and pretty, uh, like I said, damn good movies. 
Uh, it's already beaten or close to Avengers Age of Ultron. That's at 459 million. Iron Man 3, that's at 409 million. Captain America Civil War, that's at 408. But it's already beaten Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 at 389 million. Spider Man Homecoming at 334 million. And Thor Ragnarok at 314 million uh, in 10 days. This is just going to be up, up, and at them. Um, this movie. I can't wait to see what the final box office is. It's already doubled its production cost domestically. Kyle, That's cool. $700 million worldwide. That is a really good number. Um, and with the stats, yeah, I guess that's not that bad of a drop. And ugh, I gave it three and a half last week. I want to apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I, Michael B. Jordan. Taco Bell friends. No, I was burping some hops, the champagne of beers. That's why I was oh. burping. My bad. It accidentally came out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I was saying I want to apologize and give it a higher rating. Um, I want to give it not necessarily still a four and a half as you gave it. Um, but I want to give it a little bit higher uh, uh, than three and a half. I want to give it maybe four and a quarter. Because um, yeah, Michael Michael B. Jordan um, was great in there, and and um, I actually want to get his uh, quote, his dying wish quote, um, tattooed. Tattooed. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually really nice. Um, it's but yeah, I I think no really, and I, I I think um, I think his uh, heel work. Uh, made me want to bump it up a bit, um, nice. and yeah, yeah, I think that's what did it was just his heel work. He's an amazing actor, and um, the stuff he said and the things that he portrayed. Um, somebody said, I think maybe it was Ryan that said he didn't wish to see uh, uh, his birthing right or whatever you want to call it. You know, when he goes back and and they have that moment. Mm-hmm. Um. But I thought it was necessary, and I thought it was good. Told a story. Um, Agreed. Agreed. He wanted more cap, and spoiler alert, you don't really get any. Um, but I, I don't think it was needed. And I think that uh, being that Black Panther itself is such a, 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 a unseen comic book, that it kind of needed to tell its own story for people to get interested and know who he was and what he is. Um, and for the simple fact that, you know, people uh, think that it's about the Black Panther group, which is stupid and all that other yeah. stuff. So I feel like adding Captain America to it will kind of overthrow um, overthrow Black Panther and the simple fact that he became king. Um, and it kind of needed, again, to tell his story and, and solidify who he is in the Marvel uh, somatic universe. And again, I, this is more than the one-dimensional villains that we're used to seeing in the previous 17 films of the mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, he has a story. He has legit gripes. And I don't really see him as a villain more so of like, yeah, he he, I, he does deserve you know, all that. It was kind of taken from him. And to, to mm-hmm. find out, you know, what what uh, T'Challa's, uh, you know, kind of dad ended up doing kind of changed the course of what 
she what uh, Killmonger's life could have been. And the crazy thing is, too, it's a metaphor for what happens in urban communities. One little thing can derail someone's life. And again, I know that can happen with any race, what have you, but it's just more seen in urban areas where you're not given, you know, a, 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 a path of any way to somewhat of a successful, you know, type of, of life there. But again, what I liked about it too, was it was a very dark night. It was very Joker ask. He just wanted to see, wanted to see the world burn. Um, and I love nothing and respect nothing more more than that um, in in my villain. You know, it's it's not you know world dominance. It's not money. It's not that he's like I just want to see it burn. I want you to feel how I felt my whole life. I thought Michael <clears throat> B. Jordan knocked it out of the park. I cannot wait to see Creed two. I cannot wait to see whatever the hell he does next. Hell, bring on another Chronicle. Uh, he's gonna have clout. For, for many more things, I think more so than Chadwick Boseman. I, again, I, I've always been a fan of his work. You know, he's primarily has done biopics. I thought he did a good job with this, but I thought almost everybody else outshined Chadwick Boseman. And maybe that was the point, to expand the universe and not just focus on the titular character, but more so Wakanda and the people of Wakanda as more so as the centralness of this film and of the universe. I cannot wait to see, uh, not Civil War, uh, uh, Avengers Infinity War, uh, and hopefully it'll expand a little bit more, but but, uh, Letitia Wright kills it. Hope nothing for the best. Also, Kyle, Black Panther in its uh, its, uh, 10 days has already beaten... Almost every DC movie. It's close to Wonder Woman, but it's beaten Justice League, Man of Steel, uh, Suicide Squad, and Batman v Superman, Yawn of Justice. Again, it's probably beaten Wonder Woman by Wednesday already, because that was only at $412 million. So kudos to Ryan Coogler. That's like the Golden State Warriors playing the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know if that's much of an accomplishment. No, like honestly, because like those movies were bad. They were awful. So awful. I, so I mean, Justice League is on the voodoo. I tried it watching is. it and I turned it off <laughs> like, right away. I was like, I'll give this a try, and then the beginning happened. I was like, Nope, turning it off. <laughs> That's how I felt with um. With uh, the three of them, who was it? With Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Oh, Yawn of Justice. Is that what it was? Yeah, I tried watching yeah. that. I even tried watching Batman versus Superman. I <sighs> no. Hey, nope. I'm all up for this breaking news. Kristen Wiig is in talks to play the villain in Wonder Woman too. Uh, Cheetah is the character who, if you know Wonder Woman lore. Going to be pretty awesome. Was actually supposed to be Sarah Paulson, which I would have killed to see her as a badass uh, villainess in Wonder Woman. Uh, but also, rumors came out uh, late last week that Emma Stone actually was offered the role, but turned it down. And maybe the, uh, the, the second Spider-Man uh, set of movies kind of outdid comic book movies for her. Maybe Birdman just smartened her up, but I'm all for Kristen Wiig kind of, you know, going out of her comfort zone. Well, maybe this is part of her comfort zone and kind of going toe-to-toe with uh, Princess Diana. 
<sighs> that sets me off. They could have hired somebody else. Set it off, man. Set it off. They could have hired somebody else. <laughs> like, Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig is somebody I can't take seriously. They should have hired somebody who... You know what? I would have just been fine with bringing Uma Thurman out of retirement and just letting her play a villain again. I'd be down with that. I I, I would totally be down with that, actually. That'd be really tight. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, also uh, post-Thor, post-Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, is in negotiations to uh, star in a Men in Black spinoff. What are your thoughts on that, sir? Dope. Is that going to be the uh, jump 23 Jump Street? Not the Jump Street. <laughs> oh, that, I, I wouldn't mind that, but it's just pretty much just going to be a different Men in Black. Man in Black. Well, I'd be okay. Who, who are you going to get, though? Like, you got to get... You know who King Bach is? He's a YouTuber. You should get him. Mm-hmm. You should get him to play Will Smith. They have their subdivision. No, get Brandon Scott. Awesome guest from last week. Check out Brandon Scott on YouTube as well as Facebook.com slash Brandon Scott. Uh, I, I'm fine. I, I think he would kill it. Great personality. Yeah. personality. Check out Strong Style Media on Facebook. Give it a give us a like, a love, some comments, some shares. Uh, and, and go check out the uh, last week's episode. Awesome interview done by Kyle. Um, talked a little Black Panther as well, but yeah, I say uh, Brandon Scott. I'm yeah. all for it. Hashtag it, Brandon Scott MIB. Hashtag that shit. Um, One thing you do want to fast forward though is the uh, top ten of the Marvel movie list where I named Iron Man twice and skipped Civil ooh. War. Threw Blade out there. I wish Blade was part of it. He'd definitely be my number one. That is a good movie. That first movie is good, but then you're going to hate me, Kyle. I don't like the second one, even though it's Guillermo del Toro. I do not like the second one that much because the whole mouth gimmick is so bad. But I really like the third one. It's so shitty, but you have Triple H, you have uh, Pat Oswalt, you have Ryan Reynolds, you have Jennifer, uh, Jessica Biel. Uh, but Donnie, you have the, the one. chick from Orange is the New Black. You got Parker Posey. And you got Wesley Snipes, who's on full-on Richard mode. He's a dick to everybody and invading so much so much taxes uh, that he's such an <laughs> asshole on set uh, that I love he that just, freaking movie. It's so bad. He just got into a I love it. Twitter spat. Did you see that? I did. I thought that was hilarious. Hey, Wesley, pay your taxes. Hey, come see these hands. Tax-free. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's a Braun Strowman, Strowman fan? Come see these hands. Heck yeah. Awesome. You do uh, know Agents that we Shield. were saying that before Braun Strowman, right? Just saying. Really? For the record. Yeah, we've been saying that for a minute. Come get these hands. Come see. Interesting. Throwing hands, all that. Uh, did you watch ABC's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I did not, but I heard it was something to watch. Um, I tried. After the first season. Because I heard it's really dry at first, but then, like, it gets better within time. I liked how they continued the plot after Winter Soldier, like, with the episode that week after the release. I, I paid respect, but I like Clark Kellogg, um, but I, I just could not get into it. But the current season finale is actually being penned as the series finale because no one, 
No one watched that show. Kevin Smith, <laughs> a director I've loved, respected, have seen numerous times uh, during Q&As. Uh, read pretty much all of his books, seen all of his movies. Clerks changed my life at a very young age of 11. Had a massive heart attack doing a uh, filming two specials, uh, which I I actually owned uh, the the previous three. Awesome storyteller, great mind, hilarious. Uh, again, suffered a major heart attack uh, in between sets. Uh, he left after the first taping, and the doctor said if he would have stayed for the second. He probably would not have made it. Uh, so, so thoughts, uh, well wishes, prayers, shout out to Kevin Smith. Uh, wow. Because, again, he shaped my childhood. Mallrats, Chasing Amy, oh, yeah. I, I still think is a classic. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Clerks 2 still makes me cry every time that jail, uh, the, the jail scene, the, the Dante um, talk the there with Randall. Too. Uh, oh, especially that scene. Uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Wonderful film. Uh, Kevin you, Smith, you are a hero of mine. Um, and, and good, well, uh, for sure. Podcast, you know, he's one of the original podcasters as well. Comic book men. Uh, enjoyable, yeah. enjoyable show. Um, but we're going to also find out what's coming out this weekend. Kind of give you some choices. Uh, but if you haven't been to Wakanda yet, what the hell are you waiting for? Maybe you have a death wish on your hands. Dr. Kersey, you needed in trauma one. Dr. Paul Kersey had the perfect life. Until one fateful night. When the law fails to protect and serve. All these are open cases? Yep. One man becomes a hero. The men who did it are out there. With a wish. I want to buy a gun. A wish of death. If a man really wants to protect what's his, he has to do it for himself. You're cocked, locked, and ready to rock. I'll say. Are you that doctor? I am that doctor. Now, this doctor is prescribing a lethal dose of revenge. Who else was there? I don't know anything else. I believe you, Joe. You're not going to kill me. No. Jack is. Directed by horror master Eli Roth. Time of death. The next three seconds. You're not a cop. Somebody has to do it. Ah! Starring Bruce Willis as judge, hey! jury, and executioner. This has been a crazy week. This guy in the hoodie, they're calling the Grim Reaper. Is he right for taking the law into his own hands? He's become a folk hero. You look much better. Whatever you're doing, keep it up. <laughs> I will. Wish rated R in theaters March 2nd. <laughs> oh, I love Grindhouse. I love uh, I just love Grindhouse. I love these these type of action films. Uh, Kyle, do you think the youth of America knows that this is a remake of Ryan Cook's favorite movie? Ever? Um, no, I did not know that myself. 
Um, but I do like the way that it sounded all retro, um, definitely like '90s style trailer. Seventies, um, uh, bro. That's like seventies, eighties, like B movie style. Point. See, I didn't want to go back that far because, like, I, <laughs> I didn't. But yeah, true, true. That is because the Warriors is about like ten minutes long too, and that's I, one of my. I favorite played that trailer. I just uh, played that Warriors trailer for the little one the other day, <laughs> and I'm all into it. And then I'm like, wait, I can't show her this movie. She's only seven. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Maybe like, when she's nine. Especially like when a knife goes through like the chick's arm. Like you don't. Want... Yeah. I think they should no. probably show that in the trailer too. Yeah, they they do. And she looked at me. I was like, "Oh God!" But I was like, "Well, we got to finish it now." Hey, she's she's watched the Baywatch movie on the Voodoo. Uh, okay. Like I'm not kidding. Like a baker's dozen times. That's fair. Like she watched it for like a week straight, and I was like, "Oh, what?" So like, That's she's grease? all about the rock. No. She's all about the rock. That can't be her grease though. When I say that, like, Grease is, is the movie that I've probably rented the most at Hollywood Video. Really? Where I, yeah, like, as, like that is my number one movie I've rented at Hollywood Video is Grease. Um, that and the uh, 90, either 90 or 91 Royal Rumble and Survivor Ooh. Series. I used to, I used to nice. watch a lot of wrestling tapes back then, but Grease was Coliseum actually... Coliseum Video, one. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster, too. Those were my two. No, I'm saying the, the Coliseum released uh, the wrestling DVDs. Yeah. But I was saying uh, Blockbuster DVDs. and Hollywood are my two uh, go-to places. Um, and then there was one called Update Video where I used to uh, rent a lot of Sega Genesis games, which was my Whoa, stuff. Whoa, I've never heard of that place. And I guess that might have been a local one, but there was two. There was one in North Minneapolis right next to uh, a, a minute clinic. And there was one in Brooklyn park next to um, Rocco's pizza or Rocky Rococo's. Oh, I remember those places. I think I there's one Rocky still Rocos. in Illinois. Is that, I think that one in Brooklyn park still there too. Actually. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. So we should Damn, go there. Steph Curry just hit a three at the buzzer, Ooh. like 48 feet out. <laughs> Like nonchalant as f, like he's like whatever, I made it. Yeah, he does that. He's so weird. <laughs> He'll just pop oh up and just shoot. Uh, like shout out to Jimmy Buckets. Get well soon. What are your thoughts on that? I know we're gonna we're talking shiz a little early, but we'll think about <laughs> um, it. Think about it. We'll we'll get to that later. Um, Death Wish, uh, Eli Ross remake of uh, the the Charles Bronson classic, which spawned like seventeen sequels. It's it, it was like Land Before Time with the sequels before Land Before Time even came out. Uh, but Bruce Willis kind of taking on that role, uh, which I I'm kind of hit or miss with Bruce Willis, love him or hate him. Uh, not the biggest of his fans, but when he's Bruce Willisy, when he's diehardish, I'm all for. Um, I've I'm intrigued to see this. At first I wasn't, but I saw that trailer today uh, kind of putting the show together. And I'm like, damn, this, this is going to be legit. People are going to get murked, wrenches to faces, to craniums, if you will. Plus you got Vincent D'Onofrio. You got Dean Norris, who I hope kicks a lot of ass. Uh, and of course, Elizabeth Shue being the wife who gets murked early on to set off Paul Kersey's, uh, you know, death wish for, for all 
uh, that who oppose him. Uh, any interest in no. this? Is this a five dollar matinee or is this a uh, streamer for you? Um, full price. Wow, that's a good question. And it's probably a five dollar one for me because I never saw the original. I would have to see the original first. But like, oh shoot, there was a point I was gonna make. Um, Dean Norris. When I think of that name, for some odd reason, the guy in um, Reservoir Dogs pops up. Um, the orange-haired kid who, like, <laughs> who, uh, I, I don't know, like, I guess he's the, the, uh, the boss's kid, and he's also the guy's best friend. And he comes in, and he's trying oh, to fix Chris stuff Penn? up. And, oh, Chris Penn, okay. I don't know why I thought that was Dean Norris. Some of my favorite lines in that movie, uh, I can't say. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, especially when uh, Mr. Blonde gets back and, and he meets him in the office. And, uh, whoo, I cannot say it, but I it brings a smile to my face. And it reminds me of one of my good friends back home. We would always go back and forth throughout with some of that dialogue, albeit it's not very good, but uh, hey, it's Tarantino, he's the man. Um, also coming out, Red Sparrow, uh, the, the Black Widow movie we never got, except it's not Scarlett Johansson, it's the new generation Scarlett Johansson, if you will, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, being a, a Russian uh, Soviet Union, you know, whatever, you, uh, assassin. Um I don't know. This honestly does nothing for me. Um, it's supposed to be a spy film. I'd rather watch Atomic Blonde again. I like Jennifer Lawrence. Don't get me wrong, especially a mother. Shout out Darren Aronofsky. Um, but uh, this I've seen before. Again, I, I, I'd rather just watch Atomic Blonde. Any interest in Red Sparrow? Okay. Mm, no. <laughs> no. Just Death Wish. Death Wish and Game Night. But I like how this is a process on showing how, for Red Sparrow, that is, um, what it takes to become, like, a trained assassin. (laughs) Like, this is actually going to show, like, how a person who starts off as a ballerina turns into, like, a, a, uh, not a sleeper cell, per se, but uh, pretty much a, uh, a trained killer not only with her, her body, but also with her mind. Uh, this could be a $5 Tuesday movie for me, or if I don't want to see Black Panther for the third time, or if I don't make it the Game Night or Annihilation. But I'd rather go check out those films we, uh, and Death Wish before Red Sparrow. Uh, yeah. That's what's coming out this weekend. Uh, I, I think we primarily would recommend Black uh Black Panther, uh, but maybe one of us will recommend staying in and watching a Netflix original. Adam Devine uh, bringing the first of many of the uh, the workaholic, uh, not base films, but you know from that crew, their Netflix originals. Here is a clip from when we first met. <laughs> Man, what's up, girl? Try that. So something's funny off in the distance, and then I squint, and then I lick my lips and look at him. And you bring the attention back to me. This is stupid. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Are you doing a Joker impersonation? This was, no, this was like... It was good. 
That was okay. Did you think that was bad? I'll do it one more time. Just follow what I do. Ready? <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> What's up, girl? Um, we'll, we'll work on that. You need a triple A plan. A cer- <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Kyle's pick for uh, kind of taking over the role that Will Smith uh, made. What was the Agent Q or K in uh, Men in Black? King Bach. Um, as well as Adam Devine in uh, Ari Sandel's uh, Adam Devine written film, When We First Met, a very Groundhog Day, Butterfly Effect, you know, will he, won't they uh, type of film. Uh, pretty much Adam Devine sees this girl, you know, at a party. They hit it off. They think they're all cool. He gets friend zoned. He's like, oh, no. Uh, you mm. know, and then, you know, she's invited. He's invited to uh, her wedding to their friend. And then he wakes up one day and he kind of gets a a do-over. But circumstances kind of change each time. Hence the Groundhog Day butterfly effect. Kyle, what are your thoughts on when we first met? Um, Well, first things first, I saw Naked. I saw Happy Death Day. I saw Groundhog's Day. I saw... um, (laughs) uh, I saw... How we first met, and my wa- my walking into it was great. A rewind film, <sighs> whatever. But click, don't forget click, click. Yeah, um, and it's like it's it's a rewind film. Uh, you got three of them in one year, and so with this one, I kind of laughed about it. I'm like another rewind film, but for some reason, I decided to watch it. <laughs> And um, I'm I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did because um, Happy Death Day, though it was a rewind film, it was predictable. Um, naked, predictable. Uh, but this one was was different. For um, as you mentioned, he met that girl. They spent all day together at a at a random party, meeting up. Didn't know each other until that day. Um, then three years later, um, she is getting engaged to somebody else. They haven't seen each other, but he decides to go to that engagement party to like say that he can, you know, be a better person and move on and wish them luck. Um, realizes that he's still in love with her. Um, doesn't want to, you know, or, or doesn't understand why not him, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So he goes to a bar, gets drunk, goes to the photo booth where they took photos together um, and, you know, wishes that he can be the man that he wants her to be um, or she wants him to be. And so um, um, what I liked about it is that he goes back in time, uh, rewind, um, relives the day but then wakes up three years later um and realizes what happens if he did this this and this differently um i i think i think that was a good spin on it um and i think the moral of the story has a really good spin on it and um i think that's what i appreciated outside the rewind was that 
you got um, inconsistency um, outside of the consistency of re- the rewind films that we've been seeing over the past time. Man, I want to get these Goosebumps t-shirts. Um, <laughs> I Sorry, I just got into a wormhole of Goosebumps gear. Um, I, along with you, I've seen out, a majority of... <laughs> I've seen majority of those, you know, uh, rewind, flashback, you know, do-over films, as you mentioned. I just watched Happy Death Day probably about a month ago, uh, and I, I, that love, I, I like loved it. I, I had a good time with it. Uh, yep. It was a lot of fun. Groundhog Day to me is still one of the funniest films ever. Tragic uh, as as well, but 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 hilarious at the same time. Uh, click, I never really, didn't really click with me, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> that's definitely not on my, my favorite Adam Sandler movies. This has a, a pretty good young cast. Uh, again, Alexandra uh, Daddario, uh, Adam Devine, a.k.a. Jack Black Light or Jack Black Jr., uh, which was perfect that they had Jack Black on Workaholics, but it's pretty much <laughs> the same gimmick. Uh, Shelly Hennig, who I thought was great as the friend, King Bach as well, uh, and, and Robbie Amell, who is uh, Green Arrow's brother, um, a.k.a. SummerSlam and, and Ring of Honor's own uh, Stephen Amell. Um, yep. I probably laughed once during this movie. I turned it off and would pause it a few times, and I said, damn, that's only 20 minutes in, and I have 80 more minutes to go. Um this uh I didn't see naked. I didn't see the Sean Wayne's gimmick. Um this just did did nothing for me. Yes, being in the friend zone sucked. Uh sucks. Uh fortunately for you, Kyle, you have never been put in that position. Um oh. but but it sucks. What? Uh and and <laughs> this movie was kind of a, a gross look at how a guy can can be that possessive and controlling. Why do you deserve to be with her? Why can't she be happy with the path that she's taken? Yes, it does suck for for the friended person in that scenario, male or female. Uh, but but it, this movie just kind of had me cringe a lot, uh, laugh very very minimally. Uh, I like the ending. I'm not gonna lie, pretty cool uh, ending. Um, albeit obvious, but but kind of cool. Uh, I think Shelley Hennig again as the friend. Um, I, I, she was good. She was funny. She, she had not, she had good timing, I would say, you know, kind of as that role. Uh, but for me, I would say, uh, after this first meeting, I don't plan on, on, uh, meeting up again with this Netflix original. <laughs> I, I thought that was the whole point that like made it good is that he liked characteristics, but he didn't like the, well, yeah, he didn't, whatever. He didn't like the chick. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so to find out that, like, he fell in love with somebody in one day and not really getting to know that person. Yeah. And so, really, he was changing his life story and not the ultimate big picture of it. He was just changing himself. And so, like, I thought that was really clever. I mean, for for me to, and like, again, I underestimated this film. I thought Mm -hmm. that walking into it, I'm like, this is going to be what you pretty much said it was going to be. 
half-assed, boring-ass movie that's not funny. Um, but I thought that the characteristics was funny. Like the the, the what we saw there was him being a, a quote-unquote dick. Um, yeah. And then he became a full-on asshole. And like and like yeah, like you're not gonna get the girl being that way. You know what Highlights I mean? Highlights and all. <laughs> Highlights and all, leather pants and everything. You know. And so like, and so like, it it told a really good story on a how to be yourself. Um, B, um, give it time, don't rush it, and C, um, all that glitters isn't gold, and that uh, it's true. You, you know what I mean? And so like, from that perspective. Uh, it doesn't. It, it doesn't get like a high rating. I'm not gonna. You know what I mean. But like yeah. when I when I when I wrote you and was like this movie is good because it's different from the rewind films. Like that's mm-hmm. the reason why it's different from the rewind films. It gets a three and a half because like Black Panther, I gave that three and a half, and I'm like I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I had to I had to boost it up to four and a quarter. Um, but, but, uh, that movie, just for the simple fact that it went outside, um, the norm, um, um, cause eventually I, I expected them to, to be with each other. I did. I expected them to say, okay, it works. I'm the guy. Cause that's what naked was. Um, I'm immature, but now I'm, I'm, I'm turning myself into the person that I should be so we can ultimately be together. And that's what I thought it was, but it went outside the norm and saying, Hey man, like, you really didn't even know this chick to begin with, and you can't change the big picture. You can change yourself mm-hmm. in a situation, but you can't change fate. And I thought that was great. Yeah, I um, it started off really well. I liked their one night together. I was like, oh, I've. It was reminiscent for me. I was like, oh, I've been on a few of those, you know, type of. Uh, you know, evenings where you're like, hey, it's all gonna work out, and whatever circumstances happen. Uh, it started mm-hmm. off really well, but again, I, I I wanted to laugh. I like all these people. Yes, I joke. He's he's Jack Black. He knows that's what he's doing. You know, everybody knows that's what he's doing. But I, yep. it just it didn't do anything for me. I'm hoping their their next film, which I believe comes out on 420, um, is is something a little bit better. The, the with the rest of the the workaholics crew. So. Um, I, again, I wanted to like this. I, I would say I would give this a two. A two? Okay. That's fair. I don't, yeah, maybe three and a half is a little bit high. I think I should probably knock that down. I, I still think it was a good film for what it was. <laughs> it's better than Mute, apparently. Wow, what happened to Duncan Jones? And what happened to this commercial break? Nothing, because we'll be back with the musical mantra. We'll talk some sound set lineup. We'll talk about some some music news, some reviews. Kyle's going to give the lowdown on his uh, interview tomorrow night on Soda Sound Radio here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll be back in deuce and deuce ill. Most people would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you 
that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. Do you like movies? The pop culture is where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, and more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Style Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, Search Bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over this safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, list. Two can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. What if you actually wanted boba? It's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe words, Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> that for musical mantra <laughs> oh man do you think there's uh the patrons of sound sets at the uh the pretty much cow's backyard do you think uh, a lot of <laughs> patrons will serve some hard time um you know honestly a lot of rest don't go down at sunset which is kind of nice there's a lot really? of marijuana smoke and liquor drinking but yeah not too many arrests especially at like Shakopee. I don't know too much about State Fair, but from what I saw or what I hear, it's always a good time. There's never any issues. Um, however, if you go to Cub and Arcade, you get a different story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I was just um, who was I telling? Ryan and Demetrius. Uh, it's still weird to me, man. Like this guy uh, was fighting one on one with this dude at like. It's right in the lobby where the entrance is. 
And so really? all of a sudden his two friends come out of nowhere with like masks like around their face. And it's three on one and they're jumping them. And all of a sudden they run away. And then the guy just gets up and starts putting his groceries together and everybody just like acts like nothing happened and just goes back to like, huh? what? That I really, wow. Like I wish I, I, I should have recorded it, but it was just so, so like synchronized on like, <laughs> and then like, and then like the guys ran out and the cop just comes in. So they instantly like pull him into the room, like, "Hey, look, this is what happened." But like, it's it's crazy, crazy, crazy how that uh, how that happened. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, do you think a ruckus will break out this year at Soundset, um, especially when you uh, kill the crowd with your uh, participation in the freestyle sessions Midwest B Boy tournament? <laughs> that happens every year. And uh, I always come in dead last. Um, however, I get a good <laughs> source of vitamin C and um, and calcium and all that good stuff with uh, fruit and vegetables being tossed at me for uh, them trying to get me off the stage. So, just kidding. No, um, that happens every year, along with the skateboarding contest, the lowrider contest. Um, they have uh, DJs there. They have like two stages of um of uh entertainment <laughs> they have the homegrown stage which is like local rappers and and people that are, are getting a, you know their name out there and then you got the main stage which is like atmosphere and then you got acts this year eric Badu, russ yeah. who i'm really looking forward to wu-tang clan of course though they've been yeah. there before just in separate terms you had red man method man one year you had uh uh, Rayquan, Ghostface, and um, Jizza, but I never saw Rizza. Liquid so Swords, th- man. I'll be first. I'll be a first to see Rizza on stage. Uh, first sound set, anyway. I've seen him. I've seen him at Rock the Bells. I've seen him at. Yeah, I saw him at uh, First half mm. mm. Years ago. Which Years that's ago. not a bad a bad stage to see someone at. No, that no. even I like First half the Boo Boo Place next door, Seventh Street entry. Like seeing Royce the Five Nine there was pretty cool. So, but um, Russ, who I wanted to play, uh, this is his joint tsunami, and this is the real opener for uh, the mantra. And then uh, Alex, I almost called you Ryan. I'm sorry. We'll go over to the uh, lineup, and then if you uh, happen to remember any um, lineups that you remember, I'll tell you my favorite and what I liked about it, and then we'll go over. Uh, uh, yours, if you have any, um, after uh, Russ's track of Tsunami. It's, it's just one minute. Yeah, I pay my dues and get paid for it too. The outcome of my input is my favorite review. I do the work of two and a half men like Charlie Sheen. This is what you get when you don't care about the party scene. So pardon me if I don't really look amused. I'm just shooting for the masses like I'm trying to make the news. All this winning by myself, got these labels all confused. I should do a deal with Nike because these checks are coming soon. Ooh. Am I the only one lifted? Money ain't as fun when you're the only one with it I need a smaller table in the bigger fence I see these leeches camping out, it's like they live in tents I'm too advanced for your advances Man, I'm feeling godly Russ is the wave now, Russ the tsunami Te quieres casar conmigo, yeah, they want me 
This is for my Spanish girls in Brooklyn screaming poppy. Everybody's in the same game, different levels with it. Same hell, different devils with it, yeah. Let me tell you how my life feel this past year has felt like a highlight. Alright, so that was Russ, and that was um, three people that's going to be on the Soundside lineup. Erica Badu, Russ, and Tower the Creator, which um, uh, pretty much set the tone for the show today. I didn't. I forgot that it was that raunchy, and I apologize. <laughs> totally forgot. Ah, uh, nothing but love. Hey, you you played the parental advisory. They knew what the hell's they were getting in. Um, sure. I, uh, I. It depends on on what lineup of the Wu Wu Tang shows up. If it's all you know, nine members. Original members, I would consider shelling out money. If they do the whole 36 Chamber album, I would say that's 70%. I, I would probably go. And Erica Badu, I've, I've loved forever. You know, she she kind of has that, that, that Lauren Hill love that I have, like two artists I, I genuinely have respect for, especially Erica Badu. I mean, she DJs now. She's like such a chameleon with her work as well. Um, and... Uh, Hey, yeah, that's about her. And sorry, Miss yeah. Jackson. So, boom. Um, Logic, Migos, Atmosphere, Erica Badu, Tower the Creator, Russ, Wu Tang Clan, Brock Hampton, who's uh, been really big in my eyes, I believe. He's uh, from okay. the Chicago area. Um, Ice T, cool who I know, Brock Hampton, which I think is from <laughs> uh, Venture Brothers, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, correct. Ice T. Ooh, I'm excited. I want him to hear sit do colors. That's all. Yeah. Just do colors and then get off stage. Go back to uh to uh that crime show you're on. Um a boogie with a hoodie <laughs> who uh is from the East Coast area. Um actually I believe he's from West Coast. He's new to the game. Um I kind of he just released the album a couple months ago. Um not too keen on it. So we'll just kinda say congrats for making the lineup. Um, hieroglyphics, hieroglyphics, their name is hard to say every time, but they've been dope ever since 2005 or 2003 when, uh, 2K4, I believe came out and hieroglyphics, um, along with, uh, okay player. You're totally right. (laughs) (laughs) Was featured on there. You just made me, me, uh, go back. Like I was in an Adam Devine Netflix comedy. (laughs) Um, Prof, the uh, local legend himself, uh, doing big things, going in and out of uh, mm-hmm. state uh, touring. Uh, Jaden Smith, and um, obviously we're going to skip one. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff, um, I'm excited. I hope Will comes out of nowhere and Carlton does what? the Courtney Cox. <laughs> Play drums? Fun, no, fun fact for you, Cougar Courtney Town. Cox was yeah, the originator of the Carlton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, shout out to Cooper so, Town. Uh, it's on Hulu. Check it out. Shit's yeah. funny. Um, Pell, DJ Scratch. Um, excited to see them. Dim Atlas is another one. Uh, local uh, kid himself who just got signed to Rhyme Sayers. Okay. Um, so good for him. Nice. Excited to see what nice. he does. Um, I believe he's gonna be on the homegrown stage. Sway Callaway comes back with his inexplicable hair wrap. House Sway. Um, Heather B. Uh, JB uh, Brat and uh, Cross One, um, I believe, are all going to be the hosts for the uh, stages. And Paper Tiger, um, 
one of the DJs there. I'm excited to uh, see as well. But but DJ Jazzy Jeff for one, um, I I'm excited to see him. I wanted to see him once, and so uh, I'm glad that uh, this is going to be an opportunity to see him. Um, tickets are 84 bucks. Um, um, VIP is 204 bucks. VIP, you kind of, yeah, I believe you get a drink ticket. You get like uh, a certain one, one drink of liquor. Well, I don't think it's actually one drink ticket, but I think like you get like certain things you get like other people don't, and I think like or drink uh, specials ac- access or whatever. You get seating mm-hmm. access, parking access. You get like um, get to go backstage or maybe press like one of the two. Um, I w- I got VIP once. I didn't really find a need for it. Um, so what about that then, VIP bathroom? No need for that. No. No, I don't think so. There's porta potties, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole the whole like state fair isn't shut off, so like you can go like to where the bathrooms are and just piss. I Wait, imagine. I can get a bucket of cookies. That's gonna be open. Yeah, yeah, that's always there. Sweet Ma and Martha's there now. Um, they open up their thing. It's not twenty four seven, but every time there's a venue there, um, they'll open up oh, and, and sell cookies. So, but they've I'll done it the past. Light, eat some cookies. They've done it the past two years of Soundset, and they had opened up the uh, Ferris wheel and a couple of other things too. While you can uh, listen to music and uh, get stay uh, a fair food as well, so it's a good time. But I just think general admission is the way to go other than VIP, but uh, especially for 200 and some dollars. I don't know. Not bad. I mean, if, if there was a way, like, you can get, like, meet and greets, not with, obviously, the big heavy hitters. But I, I don't know. I think we should go as a uh, strong style media representatives uh, for Soda Sound Radio as well as uh, pop cultures here. Make it happen. Yeah. Founder of Strong Style Media. Hook us up. Uh, I like this is an interesting lineup. I talked with a guy uh, at work um, about the lineup. He kind of opened my eyes on a few other artists, as you did as well. Um, one thing uh, we both agree on, though, is Mers is pretty damn tight. Um, yeah. I'll, if I listen to some of these artists, uh, I, I might be a little bit more excited to go. Uh, but like I said, I mean, Migos, I, I'm not all on them. Logic, I think, is eh. Uh, atmosphere's atmosphere, but like I said, Erica Badu, Wu Tang, Ice T, Prof. You know, I'll be, I'll be down to see. I'll tell you this, Alex. I did some research on Migos. Okay. I really did. And I found out they're not as bad as we thought they were. Okay. Honestly, I got truth. I've listened to not quality control, but their older stuff. Um, they're known for culture too, quality control, but they've had some older music, um, which I found really good actually, um, in culture itself, um, which was one of their, uh, first albums that came out like a while back. Um, and then if you go even further back beyond that, they actually have some pretty good music. Um, so I actually like Mikos. I'm not saying like I'm an ultimate fan of theirs and like I'll back them up because they're mainstream and I'm kind of like, meh. But I'm I'm saying, uh, give him a chance. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Just some older I, stuff. 
and go back, you may be able to like the music. And I heard on top that of that, recently from someone too, who was saying that a lot of the earlier shit was good. I, I believe even Brandon Scott last week uh, said that. Yeah. Yep. So you know, kind of the earlier stuff was was kind of the better stuff. So yeah, if if I do that within the next month, Kyle, and I'm like, well, shit, if they play majority of this stuff, I'd be down for going. So stay tuned, to all you pop culturists out there. Um, yeah, check out No Label Two. That's my that's my homework for you. No Label Two of the Migos. Check that okay. out. Uh, it's twenty tracks. I think it's really good. Um, and uh, they're also compared to Bone Thugs. Modern day bone thugs, which I, I kind of okay. agree. So man, they're not as hard. Excited. They're not as hard, but their ad libs and the way they do their music and stuff. I think it's kind of catchy. Um, I've caught on to it, but I'm still not like a super fan. So mm-hmm. like I'll listen to them, but I'm not gonna like move up front to go see them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll watch them on stage, cool, but I'm not gonna like move up front to go see him as I would Erica Badu praying to God she uh, stage dives. <laughs> I'll be uh, side side to siding it, uh, kind of in the corner there with Migos on stage. Um, speaking of that, plus they can't be all bad. Donald Glover, give them a shout out. Plus, you know they were on an episode of uh, season one of Atlanta there, so. Which season two starts tomorrow, ladies and germs. Any silver sound, the radio artist, uh, you know, going to be popping up um, at Soundset, you know, maybe on the homegrown stage or uh, the Midwest B-Boy freestyle sessions? Um, Not that I saw yet. I, I really want to get Sway on the show. That'd be cool, actually. That'd be tight. <sighs> Do it. You, you are like the Sway. Sway. You say Sway? Yeah, you are the Sway Calloway of strong style. You know that, right? <laughs> kind of, yeah. I've always said that. Yeah. Thank you. Just in case if we get Sopranos or cut off at 10 o'clock again, uh, we'll do a little uh, prelude to speaking of Soda Sound Radio. What do you have going on tomorrow night, sir? Uh, Sling Proper is uh, going to be coming on. He's debuting actually a new uh, music video tomorrow. Um, and the uh, show for tomorrow has gotten a lot of buzz. So uh, don't you uh, uh, get caught left behind, you know, ride the wave. Uh, Soda Sound Radio tomorrow, 10 p.m. Central. Uh, Sling Proper will be interviewing Maurice Higgins from uh, MN Social Hour doing his thing. Uh, We'll come on and kind of guest host tomorrow and um, talk some shiz with me. So it'll be kind of cool. Yeah. And we'll be kicking it. New music from Finesse, which I finally will get to play. Um, play some Just Wolf, um, and we'll talk a little bit about Soundset as well. Um, I think we'll go over what our, our, our what ours was. Mine's was 2010 for sure. With uh, Kendrick Lamar was there. Uh, Lupe Fiasco, um, oh. Redman, Effman, um, Brother Ali, like all of them was there. And I think that was my favorite one of the year. Um, otherwise. Um, I think this year may be my second. Wow, that 2010. Uh, <laughs> that list sounds nuts. If I could, uh, when we met, when we first met anything, we'll probably go back to that show there. <laughs> I'm actually going to pull, see if I can pull up the uh, lineup for you. But yeah, it was kind of cool. I, I think that was. Um, 
had a lot to choose from that year where I had to like make choices on on who I wanted to uh go see. So I'd say for me a couple of years ago, twenty sixteen, uh you got Prof Doomtree Lizzo, who's awesome. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, Lizzo in itself, because she's awesome, but you also had Common, you had Future, ASAP Rocky, and the Roots, Roots Crew, shout out. Post Malone, before he uh, pissed people off, Feral Monk, should she, she get the fuck up, that guy, you know, that that song was everywhere. That's a, yeah. that's a pretty good lineup, I would say. Okay. I agree. Um, so I have the list here. With, uh, it was, yeah, J-Rock's good. Um, 2010, I had IBE who was on the show uh, a few weeks ago. Okay. Uh, Mike Dreams who uh, was featured as music wise on the show. Um, but it had Yellow Wolf, it had uh, Wiz Khalifa, Idea and Abilities, rest in peace, Idea. Um, Freeway and Jake One, POS, MERS, um, Delta Funky, Homo Sapien, um, Red Man and Method Man, Brother Ali and Atmosphere. Damn, that's good. <laughs> so I, that's I think really that one was good. my Holy funnest shit. one. I'm trying to remember which one had uh, Kendrick Lamar and Lupe Fiasco in it. That might have been 2012. Man, that's on the Good Kid, Mad City train. That would have been fucking nuts. I would, I would kill the go section to that and a Lupe show. Section 80 had just came out when uh, he was doing it. Yeah, it okay. was. It was uh, 2012, because it had Big Crit and everything else. Uh, let me pull up this list here. Big Crit. I remember hearing Section 80 in a car with Demetrius, Ryan, and Elijah as we're driving to Mandan, North Dakota. Um, actually driving back, Elijah slipped that in, that CD in, and I was like, what is this, like a new Bone Thugs in Harmony? And he looks at me and he's like, no, it's just one guy. And I'm like, What? And then <laughs> Dr. Dre would sporadically show up. I'm like, who is this person? It's like Kendrick Lamar. And ever since then, I was like a fan. I was like, holy shit. So thank you, this... Elijah McNasty McNeil. <laughs> this one was actually my favorite one. 2010 was good, but 2012. Because I remember this one. Because this is uh, when Macklemore first came out. This is before their first album. They went mainstream. And they were just mm-hmm. getting introduced. And so I was like, Macklemore's kind of crazy. Um, he was like 38 when he did this concert, and he had so much energy. Um, atmosphere, Lupe Fiasco, which it got rained on in the middle of Lupe Fiasco set, so we all had to like vacate because a, a major thunderstorm happened. Um, so Atmosphere didn't even get a chance to go on at that time. Um, Ghostface and Raekwon was there, Aesop Rock, Kendrick Lamar, P.O.S., Macklemore, Ryan Lewis, Danny Brown, Big Crit, Evidence, um, Action Bronson, DJ Premier, um, who else? Uh, and a bunch of like local people, like uh, Villa Rosa, uh, Maria Isa, and uh, Muja Messiah, which is pretty dope. Um, Audio Perm, who are also local people, Medusa, and um, Astronautilus. They're pretty, uh, they're local. And I Self Divine, too, is pre- doing pretty dope things. But yeah, I think that one was my favorite one. That that's a damn good lineup. Holy, holy baloney! That just and, uh, that tickets were like, about a rap festival. 
thirty holy bucks at that time baloney. too. Yeah, holy yeah. baloney. Thirty eight dollars general admission, ninety dollar VIP. And this was at uh Caterbury. Or no, not Caterbury, what's that place called? The uh, Shakopee place. Um why do I not see where it is? Anyway, that racehorse place. <laughs> I forget what it's called. Racehorse now. place. Yeah. Oh, Canterbury? Canterbury. Oh, yeah, it is Canterbury Park. Okay, yeah, Canterbury Park. Um, yeah. And tickets are only 38 bucks. Damn, you could have seen all those people. Now, I've never been to a sound set. So, like, do they perform, like, just three to five songs and it's done? Or do they perform, like, at least about 40 minutes for the main acts? They go about an hour. Like, Redman and Methman went two hours because Atmosphere wasn't ready yet. That's tight. That was 2010. Oh, I would have killed to have seen that. God damn, that would have been awesome. (laughs) So, yeah. But Atmosphere did go up uh, 2010, 2011, or 2012. It was hot as hell. It was, like, 99, uh, 100 degrees out. Um and Ru and Lupe came out and he was like, to to people who pray to God, Allah, you know, whatever man, like, like pray those rain rain clouds over here, come over here because it's hot. And then he did uh, show goes on. He did about like three or four songs, and he did show goes on. And then he was like, I guess we prayed too hard because it's a thunderstorm. We out. And then he just like left, and then it started raining, and everybody started running. And they were throwing out, giving out vitamin waters. And I took like three cases with me. <laughs> Taking this shit, cuz. Heck yeah. I didn't okay. care. I was getting hit in the face with rain, but I had like three big, you know, those actual like crates of uh, vitamin water. And yeah, I was happy for a good second. <laughs> Kurt Angle. Oh, tight. that's awesome. Holy shnikes. Uh Breaking news. Apparently, Brad Pitt and Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, <laughs> the, uh, will star in uh, Quentin Tarantino's latest film, which could be about Charles Manson, maybe. Whoa. That's, That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed that nobody can answer any fat boy questions. <laughs> I'm not. I'm relieved, yeah. but also not shocked, I guess. Also, Boondocks uh, might be coming back. Their Facebook page has been going nuts, uh, and they said, you ready? And they just showed, uh, posted a picture of Riley with double deuce middle fingers in the air. So uh, may- maybe. I'm all about Aaron McGruber and Boondocks coming back. What say you? Um, No. No. Because, like, now you're in it for the money, man. Like, you left the first time. And I was happy that Boondocks came, but you left us in a really shitty state, man. Like, mm-hmm. like the last series of Boondocks was so whack. And for what? Like, you couldn't finish it out. You know what I mean? Well, and so you left wasn't like a part state. of that season, though. No, he wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, you left us. With that, oh, gotcha. Like, yeah. like your name is still on that, regardless whether you you didn't do it or not. Like your that's your name is attached to it, and you left us with that. Like, and now you want to come back and make another season for what? Like, and now you're just in it for the money. So no, I, I I'm not excited. 
not. Maybe he's looking to right that wrong that was that fourth season. If he's involved, I'm all for it. If not, maybe not. Yes, it could be not only a cast grab, but a cultural grab as well. Um, Anything else in this, uh, in the musical mantra this week there, sir? Um, I've been listening to Black Milk's new album, which I think is really great. I'll be talking about that on Soul to Sound Radio. Um, Other than that, no. Not that I... The ladies I'm watching Kyle. That was Ryan. That was a notification. But I'm watching water coming out of an electrical socket. That is insane. (laughs) (laughs) Like, a socket that you plug stuff into, water's coming out of it. That's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This summer, Kyle, I think I'm going to take you to Crosby, Minnesota. um, Because we'll have to swim. Maybe we'll have to do some scuba lessons beforehand, Kyle. Uh, Apparently in Crosby, Minnesota, 120 feet at the bottom of the lake there, someone put up a Jason Voorhees statue. Would you swim 120 feet to below to see this awesome statue? Yes. <laughs> Could we get Demetrius to do the same thing? Yes. Demetrius would do it. Wait, can well, he can... swim? I hope so. Can you swim? <laughs> I can't swim. Really? I can swim. Not like well, great. Swim. Yeah, not Michael I mean, Phelps. Like if a shark was coming <laughs> after me, fuck it, eat me. But like, I guess swim to save my life. <laughs> In Florida, when I when everybody was gone and I, I had the pool to myself, I swam laps thinking I was a Michael Phelps. Uh, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. Got a mm. good workout in though. Yeah. Got my traps worked. Yeah. Also, uh, I unfortunately told a seven-year-old the other day uh, the term trap house and what it was. Not really what it is. I just said they cooked stuff there. Uh, and the other day she started yelling trap house. So I don't know if that's a good thing. But hey, she's already watching Baywatch. Tune in next week, folks, uh, to the Pop Culturist. Uh, we'll talk uh, Oscar winners, uh, snubs, controversies. <laughs> Uh, Independent Spirit Awards as well. Hopefully we'll have a few movie reviews for you as well. Uh, We'll get into some musical mantra, hopefully some uh, other big movie and entertainment news. Again, uh, kudos to, or not kudos, well wishes again to Kevin Smith. Um, Also, Barbara Streisand, you cloned your dead dog twice. That's bananas. That also means you are a hella, hella wealthy. Uh, For Kyle, also uh, check him out tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media. Like hmm. Soda Sound Radio on Facebook as well as Strong Style Media, The Pop Culturist, WrestleCast Radio, Standing A Count, Sportscast Radio. I think that's still uh, a Facebook page. Uh, hell, like and friend Kyle Adams because he's awesome. Uh, thank for you. Kyle and myself, thank you everybody for listening. Keep pushing. We want to get those wins. We're, uh, we've, we've had the, some of the top shows. Um, on uh, kind of on the Strong Style Media Network here on the Blog Talk Radio. So thank you for everybody out there. Click, listen, like, share. God bless. Uh, maybe we'll have another contest. Uh, stumped all y'all with that Fat Boys uh, trivia. But uh, maybe tune in next week. We'll have something new for you. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Have a good night. And peace.
What? I got I got to think of a better outro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it'll work for now, right? For now. For now. Peace. <laughs>